Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to transform your whole life, all your life. We hope that you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. Come on, let's give it up. That's amazing. Great, great, great to see. And I know that if we opened it up, we'd have lots of people who would share some amazing things. And even through the glitches, we we just uh, left with a, a sense of thanksgiving to God for everything that He has done and everything that He's going to do. You can have opportunity yourself to give thanks a little bit later. I wanted to just come and share with you for a few moments. And uh, I actually don't want to preach. I just want to come and prophesy. Is that all right? I want to come and prophesy. I want to prophesy over you. I want to prophesy over us. And I want to prophesy over this coming year. And this is what I I felt the Lord lay on my heart. Genesis 15. um, Some of this just coming, I've talked about a little bit before, but just really come afresh again. I wanted to declare it again. Genesis 15 verses 1 to 6. And this is what the Bible says. That after this, the Word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abraham said, O sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, you've given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own body will be your heir. He took him outside and said, Look up at the heavens and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And Abraham believed the Lord, and it was credited to him as righteousness. I love the fact that God came to declare to Abraham that he was his shield and his very great reward. Do you believe that as we are in the closing hours of this year and preparing to go into the next, that God is your shield and your very great reward. He is sovereign. He is supreme. He is absolute. He is unlimited. He is unrestricted. He is unrestrained. He is God. And He declares that He is your reward. It's a very powerful thing that the word that the Lord is talking with Abraham about. And, and I, I marvel at what I hear from Abraham. He, because having hear all these things from God, the first thing out of Abraham's mouth is but. But. Turn to the person next to you and say, God wants to deal with your but. to deal God deal, wants to deal with your butt because your butt is robbing you of hearing what God is trying to say to you 
Now we understand why Abraham was saying, but because he was stuck. It was almost like God had interrupted an internal conversation. God stepped in in that moment and and Abraham was lamenting the things that hadn't happened. Maybe you're here tonight and as we are looking at 2017, you're thinking about the stuff that hasn't happened. Maybe the stuff you have prayed for, the stuff you believe for and it hasn't yet happened. And that was the kind of stuff that was filling Abraham's mind. And I believe that God turned up to give Abraham a jolt and I believe He's turning up to give us a jolt. Years ago, we used to have, uh, and, and this section won't know very much about it, although they are coming back in, but uh, I, we had this red little red record player. Used to, my grandma had some uh, 78 records and some 45s and some long players, but every now and again, so, some of the old records used to get stuck. And when, when the record got stuck, it said the same thing over and over again. And the only way you used to get it going again was to give it a bit of a thump on the side and the needle jumped and it carried on. I think it was this kind of moment that God turned up and, 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 and gave Abraham a jolt because God is addressing Abraham in a place of real despondency. The first thing that flows out of Abraham's mouth was, I only, I only wanted a son. It's like, yeah, yeah, Lord, it's all right. You come in and promise in all this great stuff. It's, it's all, you know, it's, it's all right. You come in and saying this and that, but you know what? I've, I've had prophecies before. I've had promises before. I only wanted a son and I haven't got one. In the tent, Abraham became despondent because he became distracted in the way. Have you become distracted in the way? You see, we have the benefit of knowing the end of the story. Abraham did not know the end of the story at this moment. He didn't know that it was all gonna happen. He, he had forgotten that if God has promised it, He's gonna do it. He had forgotten that God is faithful. He had forgotten that God will make a way even where there is no way. It's the same for Abraham and it's the same for you. Have you got distracted in the way? As you have continued to believe for the things that you that God has promised you, have you as you have continued to believe for the things that are uh, underlined in highlighter pen in your Bible and you are yet to see them, have you become distracted in the way? And I find it scary to realize that Abraham was spiritual enough to hear the voice of God and yet distracted enough to almost miss what God was trying to do in his life. He'd lost sight of God and what he's able to do. And what I love in this moment is that the Bible says that God took him outside. I don't know that I've ever really noticed that before. It wasn't that Abraham just walked outside. God took him outside. God took him outside his tent. 
It was like sometimes you, you need someone to get hold of you and lead you out. You, you, you've got yourself stuck. You've got yourself fixed in a mentality, in a confession that is negative, that you'll believe, oh yeah, God can do it for other people. Oh yeah, I can celebrate for other people, but will God ever really do it to me? And he was stuck and God got hold of him and led him out. God took him outside. And I, I, wanna, I wanna say that, that I believe that some, some of you here tonight, you need to step out of some stuff. God is wanting to take you out of some stuff. He's wanting to bring you out from that way of thinking. He's wanting you to bring you out from that way of talking. I believe that God wants to bring us out as a community as we believe to get out of this building that has served us so well for so long, but it is time. It is time. And I believe that God is taking hold of us and He is leading us out. You see, Abraham needed eviction from restriction so he could embrace his space. Abraham needed eviction from restriction so he could embrace his space. I'm speaking to some people tonight. Look, God wants to take restriction off you. You've carried an icon for too long. God is taking limitation off you. He's taking smallness off you. He's taking restriction off you. He's taking it off your mindset. He's unchaining you. He's letting you go. He is, he is delivering you from your external confession, not matching up to your internal dialogue. He is delivering you so that you will begin to confess what you truly believe. That God is taking you out to embrace not just a space, but your space. There is a space that you're meant to occupy. There's a space that you're meant to occupy. There's a space that we're meant to occupy. There is something that we're supposed to go and invade. There's something that we're supposed to go and take hold of. There is space, a space waiting for you. It's got your name on it. It's been carved out for you. God has gone ahead of you. He has made a way for you. There is a space that is your shape. It's got your name on it. And He's going to open the doors that are necessary to get you to it and to get you through it. He is evicting you from restriction. It's time to let go, to get out and embrace your space. And the Bible says that God showed him the stars. Now you see the thing is this, Abraham had seen stars. Stars were not new. Sometimes we don't need to see something new. We just need to get a, a godly perspective on something that's always been there. You see, up until this point, Abraham had navigated his journey by the stars. He plotted his course by the stars because that is how the people of that day plotted their course. He knew how to be led by the stars, but God pointed him to the stars, not to show him his journey, but to show him the journey that God had plotted for him. In 2018, God has gone ahead of us and He's plotted our course. In 2018, God has gone ahead of you 
and He has plotted your course. He's gone where nobody else can go. He's gone to do what nobody else can do because He can go. There is no door that is close to Him. There is no room that will not let Him in. Even if they say He can't come in, He will just walk in. Because God will do what God will do and God will be what only God can be and that is God. He is the great I am. You see, God took him outside to show him something bigger. That's why we need to go, people. That's why we need to go. That's why we go, I speak to you. I, I wanna thank you tonight, all of you down in the overflow. I wanna thank you because you are sat there and I know if it wouldn't be my heart that you're there, but I want you to understand that even as you're sat there, you're prophesying to us that this place is too small because we all should be together in one room. But I, I wanna say thank you. Thank you for being here tonight. May God bless you because you are, as you are sat there, you are prophesying to us. You're prophesying to this community. You're prophesying to this family that this place is too small for us. Oh God, give us more space to live in. God, take us into a bigger place, not only physically, but in our, in our confession and in our belief. I find it interesting that God did not speak to Abraham inside the tent. He took him outside to speak to him. I believe that there are some prophecies that we're yet to hear. There are some prophecies that we're yet to hear because God has to get us out for us to hear. God has to get us out because he's, we have to go because there are some things He needs to say to us. There are some things that we need to hear. I, 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 you say, well, why couldn't He just speak inside the tent? Is He not God? Well, of course, God can speak anywhere. But the problem was for Abraham that while he remained inside the tent, the noise of his history was too loud. God didn't take Abraham out for him. He took Abraham out for Abraham because God had to take him out for him to hear what he needed to hear. I believe that we need to get out so that we can hear what we need to hear because the noise of our history is too loud. That's why, that's why it was difficult for Abraham to receive what God was saying. That's why he's saying, oh, I remain childless and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, you have given me no children. So a servant in my household will, in, will be my heir. See, Abraham's mindset and confession reflected the smallness of the tent rather than the greatness of God. My friends, we've got to move on because otherwise our mindset and our confession will continue to reflect our environment and not the environment where we've been and not the environment where we're going. There's a big world out there that we need to go invade. There is a space out there with our name on it. There are some things that we need to do. There are communities that we need to walk into. There are families tonight gathering who are waiting for us. There are people sat alone tonight who are waiting for us. There are people drunk over under bridges tonight who are waiting for us. They are waiting for us to get out of this room and to go into their space and take the truth and the wonder of the Gospel because the Gospel, we believe, can change your whole life, all your life. 
He took him outside and he said, look up to the heavens. See, inside your tent, you're going to focus on the fact you've become weary in your weight. And I think that, you know, it wouldn't be stretching things too far for some, certainly some who've been in this room for a long time, for people who've been around for a long time. It's along the way, it would easy to become, it would be easy to become weary in the weight. But God is lifting our heads. See, despondent Abraham was looking down and feeling sorry for himself for what he hadn't received, but God took him outside to lift his head. You can't look at the stars and look down. If you're going to look at the stars, you've got to look up. God is wanting to change our posture. He's wanting us to, to look at things in a different way. We, we, we need to leave the tent if we're ever going to see the stars. He's going to silence the history so that we will embrace the mystery of what God is about to do. Because I want to say, I thank God for the ones and twos. Genuinely, I thank God. But you know what? I believe that God is wanting to take us from a place of the ones and twos to the multitudes. We need to get out because, because we, we've got to believe for the multitudes. We've got to believe for the multitudes because the multitudes need to hear the truth of Jesus. And if we don't go, who's going to go? If we don't do it, who's going to do it? And, and, and we want to believe that everybody will stand up and do it, but we've got to do our part. What is it that we've got to do? What is it that we need to do? Where do we need to go? What, what are the people that we need to reach? This is about the multitudes. I don't want us to just settle and be satisfied. I delight, you know, I, I know that, you know, Jesus left the, the 99 for the one. And, and I thought every, this is, there's a party in heaven every time one person responds to the gospel. And, and, and please don't get me wrong, there's nothing in me that minimizes the truth and the reality of that. But my God, we as the church of Jesus Christ cannot simply be satisfied with the ones and twos when there are millions tonight who are far from God. Millions who are crying out far from God. Millions who are not going to wake up tomorrow morning with a sense of joy and expectation, but a sense of loss and hopelessness because another season of partying is over and now they're in debt. They've got a loaded credit card and, 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 and they, they are exhausted and they, are, they see the, the, the year open up before them as a cavernous space without hope because they don't have Jesus. And they'll just crack on and crash on, maybe sticking a holiday on the credit card that they already not paid off just so they've got something to look forward to. But we have a hope. We don't just have a hope, we have the hope. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. And, 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 and God said to Abraham, so shall your offspring be. When you look at the stars, so shall your offspring be. Can we believe that? Heart Church, can we believe that? That so shall our offspring be. So shall our offspring be. He said, it's too big, it's too much for me. It was too big and it was too much for Abraham. He didn't get it. He didn't understand it. He couldn't count the stars. You know, it's like, if, if I asked you to count the light bulbs, you'd lose your way. Never mind the stars. 
But God was trying to get a message to him. So shall your offspring be. See, I was reminded of Psalm 104 verse 2, where the Bible says, the Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent. You see, God took Abraham outside his tent to show him the heavens, which was God's tent. God wants to take you out of your tent so He can show you His tent. And it's bigger and it's more incredible than you ever imagined. And Abraham made a decision right there to simply believe. And it was credited to him as righteousness. But I want to remind you of something. You see, when God, God had turned it up to challenge Abraham, Abraham with something bigger when he was yet to receive the first thing he promised. I'm coming to knock on your door tonight to say that God is challenging us, challenging us to believe for something bigger when we're still yet to receive some of the things He's already promised. We haven't got it yet. We haven't got it yet. Just two minutes ago, I was inside my tent despondent because I haven't received what you promised me. And yet now you're asking me to believe for something more. You're asking me to believe for something bigger. You're asking me to be bold. I'm still yet to receive what you already promised me. And it would have been easy for everyone to say, well, you know what, God? I'll believe for that when you've given me what you already promised me. When I get what you already said, I'll believe you. But he didn't. I don't believe for one minute he got what God was saying. I believe his mind was blown. The fuse What? And yet there was just something inside him that said, I believe. I don't get it all. But I believe. And in that moment, despondency came off him. Everything that had limited him everything that restricted him came off. I believe that God wants us to understand that 2018 for some of us is about some stuff coming off us. As we walk out, as we step out, we're going to leave some stuff behind. Yes, we're going to walk into some amazing place, but there is some sadness that's going to leave us. There's some disappointment. There's some anger. There's some frustration. God is wanting us to walk in a different way. There, 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 is, there are some things that we're not meant to take with us. There are some things that are supposed to be left behind. It's supposed to go. It's supposed to stay there. Don't take it with you. The journey, this, if you try and take this with you on this journey, you'll be exhausted because you're not meant to carry this in this part of the journey. It's time to let something go. Turn to someone and say, let it go. Let it go. I'm prophesying to someone. Some of you are carrying some emotional baggage that it's time to let go of. Deal with it. Deal with it. Yes, you were wronged. Yes, they got it wrong. Yes, they shouldn't have done it. Yes, it was handled in a horrible way. Let it go. Forgive and move on because that stuff will trip you up where God is trying to take you. You can't drive forward still looking in the rearview mirror. Actually, you can, but it's not going to be very long before you crash. 
Let it go. Move on. Take it off. Abraham believed. And he just trusted that God was going to do the impossible. I want you to understand, some of you sat in this room and some who will listen to this podcast, God is going to do the impossible. Right now, you can't see it. You can't get it. There are things in the way. There are hindrances. You can't get your head around how that could happen. Even as you're confessing your positive confession, even as you're reading your prophecy, but how how can it be? How can it be? But God is wanting you to understand that with Him, nothing is impossible. God is going to do the impossible. And in 2018, I dare you to believe God. I dare you to believe God. Even though you haven't received what He promised the first time yet. Because what you've got to remember was even though He hadn't yet received it, the promise was right on course. And it was right on time. It's coming. It's on the way. It's on the way. There's some stuff that's been on the way for a while, quite a while, but it's on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And God is, God is getting us to believe for some other stuff, but this stuff is still on the way. Tap someone and say, it's on the way. It's on the way. It's coming. It's coming. You're going to see it. You're going to get it. You need to believe for it. He is bringing us to a place of enlargement. Some might say it's impossible. Some will say it's impractical. Others might say it's improbable. But I've come to tell you tonight with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. We are being evicted from the restricted so we can embrace our space. We are being evicted from the restricted so we can embrace our space. I am being evicted from the restricted so that I can embrace my space. It's time. It's time. It's time to stand up. Stand up. Lift our, lift our, lift our heads to the heavens and say, well, God, I don't get it. I don't understand it all. I don't know how it's all going to work out. But I choose to believe. I choose to believe. I don't know. I'm still believing for, for some stuff that is smaller than that. But I choose to believe. My God is able. There is nothing that is beyond Him. There is nothing that is impossible. That issue that you are carrying right now to God is no issue. That thing you are battling with, that you are fighting, I want you to understand. With God, it's no issue. It's no problem. He's going to bring you through. He's going to bring you out the other side. Right now, He is lining up people. Right now, He's putting people in position. Right now, He is opening doors. Right now, He is plotting the course. Right now, He is doing the impossible. You can't see it, but believe it. You can't see it, but believe it. You can't see it, but believe it. Because with God, all things are possible. Oh, if you believe it, give the Lord a clap offering tonight. Oh, my God. We believe. 
said to God, I believe. I believe. I want you as we stand in the presence of God here this evening, if you've got it in you, I want you to stand in the face of everything you're yet to receive, in the face of the promises that are yet to be fulfilled, in the stuff that God is now expecting you to embrace. Say, Lord, I believe. I believe. Say it to Him. Say it to Him. Put it on your lips. Don't just think it. Don't just think it. Say, Lord, I believe. I believe. I don't know how it's going to happen, but Lord, I believe. I believe. I believe. Now you've said it to God. Now go and say it to someone else. Say, I believe. I believe. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. I believe. I believe that with God, all things are possible. Is anything too hard for the Lord? I believe. I believe. I believe. You know what? We're going to pray in a moment, but I'm, I'm staying right here because we're still not there. We're still not there. We're still not there. We're still, we're still, you're doing what I've asked you to do. And that's cool. You're doing what I've asked you to do, but you're not, you're not, you're not reaching in yet. You're not digging down deep. You, you're just saying, I, I believe. I believe. You, you're repeating things. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to dig deep. You've got to dig deep. You've got to, you've got to understand that, that God is waiting to hear not just the words of your lips, but the cry of your heart. There's got to be a cry that rises up from your heart. There's got to be a cry. Mark, I want to say that in Jesus' name, God is going to give you a cry, a cry for this nation. It's time that you see next the next level. It's time that you see the multitudes. You have believed for multitudes and you have prayed for multitudes and God is bringing you into multitudes. But there's a cry. There's a cry. There's a cry that needs to rise up from your heart. God is doing something in you. He's expanding you on the inside. He's making you bigger on the inside. He's expanding your mind. He's expanding your mind. He's opening your eyes so that you will see things you've never seen before. So that you can do things you've never done before. It's bigger. It's bigger. It's more. It's more. It's time. Now is the time. Now is the time. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now I'm going to ask you again. I'm going to ask you, people of God, I want to cry to rise up from this place that is going to awaken heaven. The says, oh God, I believe. Oh God, come on. Awaken yourself. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Oh, come on. So those around you, so the devil himself will run in fear. Lord. Come to the end of this message. We hope you've been both challenged and inspired. To stay up to date with everything going on in our church, go to heartchurch.co.uk.